Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I want to give my review of the hit TV show that's trending right now on Netflix called Manifest. Now, if none of you guys heard of this show, it's amazing to check it out. I think it's still in the top 10 on Netflix, but however, it's still on there, so check it out. It has three seasons. Um, it was started off as an NBC um, hit show on NBC Network. Um, they recently just canceled it after the third season of this year. And after it's trending, hit number one on Netflix, um, Netflix decided not to go forward with moving and giving the hit show a fourth season. And everybody was upset about this. Um, so I heard of talks of it being turned into a finale of a movie to, you know, close the show off. But my thing is, my little pet peeve is why every time I watch a great show on Netflix and then I find out that it was on a network television, it's always canceled. But y'all let all this other garbage that's not feeding my brain or my stem cells or, you know, giving me things to think about that's positive and like finding out solutions on things like this show has done. But y'all let all this other stuff on that. But whatever. I digress. So, I'm going to just give you a short summary of the show. Um, so, Manifest is NBC's network hit show. And it talks about... It's like a mystery, thriller, drama series type thing, right? So, basically, uh, Manifest is a bunch of passengers that was on... Coming from this flight because this uh, family that consists of Greystone, which is Ben Stone's um, husband, um, their auntie and sister, uh, Michaela Stone, which she is an NYPD detective, and her mother and father, also her niece and nephew, which are twins, boy and girl, Cal Stone, which is the boy, and Olivia Stone, which is the girl. So they all had a vacation in Jamaica, Montego Bay, and they was going back, which were uh, Michaela Stone, Ben Stone, and Cal Stone. So the other sibling, Olivia Stone, Grace Stone, um, Ben Stone, and Michaela Stone's mother and father, went later on so they was going back to jfk new york airport and they was on flight 828 now flight 828 end up as they were boarding the plane and while they was in the sky they hit this turbulence that was like a mystery right so it was a mystery turbulence that um that even the cruise control and the um flight crew you know, that works on each plane, didn't even know how they were landed or they weren't final on the radar. So they hit this turbulence. It was really weird. It's almost like a, um, you know, a regular turbulence, but come to find out throughout the seasons, it was something mystical going on in the sky, something magical, right? So 
the span of a few hours that they was on the plane, the world as they came off and landed at the JFK airport was a bunch of police officers and FBI agents, and they all were looking shocked as certain people of their family members that were on that plane was waiting on them because they said, okay, um, flight 828 is about to land. They were like, they about to land, but everybody was looking shocked, like, and they was like, what's going on? Why is there, like, the passenger on the plane was like, what's going on? Why is there so many police surveillance at this airport? The reason why was, they said, why is, what's going on? They thought they was in trouble with police. Come to find out, basically, they was presumed dead for five years. And six months and 28 days of their lives were gone. But they said, no, it couldn't be gone. They looked the same and everything. Everybody else aged, right? Like the daughter, the other twin sibling, Olivia Stone, she got older. She was in her teenage years. Like, she was older. Everybody was older except for the passengers that were on the plane. And they cannot, the cruise control, the uh, people, the FBI agents, none of them could find out, like, even on the news, like, how did they survive this? How are they able to still survive af- after being presumed dead for five years? Now, mind you, all this time, you know, people moved on in life. You know, the wife of Ben Stone, Grace Stone, she was messing around. She was waiting on her husband. She was trying to figure out if he was still alive all these years. And she just said, you know, I'm going to just move on. She was still married in law on, you know, certificate. However, she was messing around with this guy named Danny, which was in Olivia Stone's and Grace Stone's life while their father, brother, and auntie were presumed dead or missing, right, for five years. Um, and Grace Stone, which is the mother, um, when the dad and the husband came back home because... His sister, Ben Stone's sister, uh, Michaela Stone, she didn't have nowhere to uh, stay, you know, because of everything that happened. Um, so she ended up staying with them. And I, when I was watching the show, I was like, why does Grace, the wife, seem so different and odd? Like, what's going on? It seemed like she was hiding something. But like I said, she was, she didn't tell her lover, mistress, whatever you want to call them, Danny, that her husband was found alive and they came back from this plane that she was depressed and sad over trying to figure out if he was still alive all this time. And she was still in shock, but she just didn't tell Danny, the guy she was messing around with when, you know, her husband was presumed dead. And he ended up playing stepfather into the sibling Olivia Stone's life while the father and brother was presumed dead or missing. But Olivia Stone, the daughter, because she's a twin, she sensed that her brother was not dead. She always felt that he was not gone, even though her mother kept saying, yes, he is. Um, Even though probably as a mother, she probably still felt that he was still there, but just had to move on for her sanity. And while Michaela, Cal Stone, and Ben Stone were gone, came back um, from that Montego, Montego Bay Flight 828. They came back to New York. Um, their mother passed away because she was sick. 
Um, so her father was left alone as a widow. Um, Michaela Stones uh, was supposed to be fiance. Um, he proposed, which his name on the show was called Jared. He was also an NYPD detective that worked alongside her, and they was really in love. And before the flight went up, before the flight from uh, Montego Bay was about to go to New York, she texted Jared, her fiance, her boyfriend that was going to be her fiance, when he asked her, "Will you marry me?" She texted yes to him. However, it did not go through because of uh, the signal was lost, you know, when they was about to go, while they was in the air. So he never got her answer on yes or no to, you know, to his proposal. So when she came back five years later after being presumed dead, um, her best friend, okay, Girl code, her best friend actually uh end up being her was supposed to be husband Jared's wife, so it was Michaela Stone's best friend, and she ended up taking you know not taking but she ended up marrying they end up marrying each other Jared and the um, best friend, which is crazy because the best friend said you know. I didn't want you to, I didn't know if you was ever going to come back. I was looking for you. I was praying for you, praying that you came back. However, I just felt like you, if you were, like, you being presumed dead, that you would want me to love Jared the way you would have loved Jared. Now, when she heard that, she did not even tell her friend that, wait, it wasn't even supposed to be you and him. It was supposed to be me and him because... I told him yes to his proposal, but because of the signal on the plane was lost, it wasn't able to be sent. And that's a girl, I don't care, that just made, I was livid when I seen that part, that first episode, ooh, uh-uh. Like, okay, I know everybody thinking, like, what's the problem, what's the big deal? She was presumed dead, right? It's not like she, you know, went behind her back and stole a man. Listen, they was all three friends. And if you that close to me and you know something, y'all was eyeing each other before. That's all I'm saying. And you just felt the perfect opportunity since she presumed dead, let's go and make this happen. But it's not just her fault. It's both of their fault. But anyways, that's just my take. It's not really their fault in the other people's eyes, but that's that's how I feel. Okay? So, um... After that, she just, you know, she wasn't feeling it. She was acting weird to her best friend every time she came up to the um, the, the NYPD um, department, you know, to give her husband a kiss or whatever, talk to him. She just felt odd because she, like, she still see herself being, Michaela Stone still see herself being with Jared, and it was just really weird to her. Like, she didn't want to go to their house one or none. She did, but it was just odd, so she just left, right? But the thing with Michaela was she, before she went to the Jamaica um, vacation, she also was dealing with her own problems inside because she uh, was accidentally drinking. Her and her best friend were drinking. Another best friend uh, were drinking. And she 
had drove her best friend, tried to drove her best friend to her home and then drove herself back home. However, it was a car accident, a car crash uh, with Michaela and another um, driver and ended up killing her best friend. So she, ever since she came back from the flight, you know, five years later, she still carried that with her and she was scared to drive. She was scared to do a lot of things because she still had the guilt of that and that wasn't going away for her. But later through the show, she ended up, you know, building strength and got back in the presence and goodness of her other best friend's life for her parents because her mom, the best friend's mom, she was older and she couldn't really remember everything that happened in memory with Michaela Stone and her daughter, but she ended up, you know, going over there, checking up on her mom and her father, and it made her feel better, and she ended up, you know, getting over the courage to actually drive and live her life and not down herself all the time about something that was accidental. So, after that, we go back to Ben Stone and Grace Stone, the wife that ended up messing around with another man while her actual husband was presumed dead, she ended up telling her husband about Danny and how he was in her daughter's life and stuff like that. He didn't like it. It made him feel bad because I was like, she really was acting like she didn't She didn't know him. Like, he was like a stranger to her. And I'm like, why are you treating your husband like that, you know? And it's just like, I think she really loved the guy she messed around with. And he was getting on my nerves, popping up every time. Like, you do know her husband's back, so why are you being rude and intruding on their lives? But the daughter still wanted Danny in her life. So that's what that was. And it was hard for the family members that was on the plane, Michaela Stone, Ben Stone, and Cal Stone, to adjust to this new world because everybody in the world, especially in New York and around the world, was like, this is the biggest event of all in history. This ain't this has never happened in history and, you know, people's coming up to the passengers, touching them, thinking they had powers. But all the while when they came back, the NYPD detectives, um, office, everybody um thought Michaela was strange because she and other passenger that was on that flight that was presumed missing five years, they had this thing, this uh they called they thought they was creatures and freaks and stuff like that. But they had like this um calling that they called it and it was like they were hearing like voices, you know, in their head, you know, and it was telling them to solve certain things or solve certain problems and if it said go or get them or go find help it was like they heard their voice but it was loud in their head you know and so they were solving all these you know things of people that they just felt they felt when something was wrong they go go to it depending on how the calling told them to do right and they started seeing stuff some of the person just started hallucinating um it was a lot like some people wanted to commit suicide uh, because they just couldn't take it anymore, having nightmares, can't sleep. Um, and everybody in the world thought they was crazy. Like, people even had, uh, this black man that was, like, uh, 
a preacher, but a prophecy person that was, you know, taking advantage of people like, you know, calling them believers and, you know, if, you know, if you want a miracle, come pay me, you know, the crookedness of the church, you know, but I found, I have, I feel some type of way that they put a black man to be the preacher, like, why the black man always gotta be a preacher, that's the crooked one, okay, but I see where they was going with that, but I'm gonna let that slide, but I was even upset because, like, you shouldn't take advantage of people's spirituality or religion and play it and be like, okay, every time you feel a calling, just give me five dollars. You know what I mean? Like, that was just too much. And he was taking advantage of them. But Ben Stone and McKay and everybody was like, why is he doing that? Come to find out he was on the plane as well. So, like, he was hearing stuff and seeing stuff. But he was like, these calls ain't always good as you think. That they're also make every time you try to do something good, it's always something bad at the same time. And it's actually evilness within this calling. So throughout the show, they were trying to find out who started the plan from becoming missing. How, how did I get these callings? Why am I acting weird? And the son, Kyle Stone, one of the twins, he had, he was a, um, he was a sick patient and he had to, um, he had cancer, so he had to go through these treatments and come to find out. He is one of the passengers on there that had even stronger feelings and callings where he can really, really sense things even deeper than other passengers, you know. So they had this, um, like the FBI kept following them, tracking them. They was also like, they thought that these passengers were such a freak and crazy and they was different of other people that they even... Uh, had labs where they experimented on them, okay, where they were shocking them electrically uh, with their brain, like, every so many hours or so many minutes, you know, throughout the days and kept doing it and basically treating them as lab rats to see how are they able to do what they do or how are they always at scenes where they know, like, something's going to happen or, like, you know, feeling or sensing things that other people, like, Regular people that don't have this mystical or this calling, you know, become this. So they did that. They took advantage of them. They uh, they even put one of the per- one of the passengers in like a uh, psychiatric unit. Uh, like it, it was a lot, you know what I mean. And I see how they play with the mental illness and try to create that. That intertwined that something mentally is wrong for you to have that. Like, no, something happened on that plane that created this feeling and this electric waves and whatever that's happening with us that we're not crazy. And so every passenger had to explain it to every other person, like, every single day. Like, why are you acting strange? Why you can't tell me what's wrong? Then they start thinking, oh, you must be weird. You must be this. You must be that. And it cost it. It almost caused um, Michaela Stone, the NYPD detective, her job. Um, Jared was thinking Michaela was acting strange, the one that was supposed to be her fiance and husband. He even started think, feeding into it that she was strange. And it was all these different people trying to come after them and try to harm them or, you know, find out the, the answer. Like, how did y'all came back? Like, nobody in the world could understand why so that's why the fbi and other people is tracking them or finding them and trying to capture them and 
do all these harmful things to them, but come to find out it wasn't their fault. And even the pilot on the plane, he um was getting tired of the cons as well. So he was getting obsessed, like him, Ben Stone, everybody was getting obsessed trying to figure out answers on solving this big old mystery, how this plane become missing, how it's still able to be alive. And they the pilot was getting so erratic about the whole issue of how did this happen? How did I um, mess up this plane? Like he was blaming himself, you know, like he created this issue, but it wasn't. And he ended up retracting his steps on how he got in, up in the air, how the plane did what it did. So he had this like, um, it was a way that he had a system which showed him like a little bit how the plane worked without it being in the sky. It was like a some system he used, a monitor system that he, you know, went through the steps. But he actually got so obsessed with it that he actually um kidnapped one of the women that she was a professor who used this plan, this project uh of uh electric electrifying people and reading their minds or whatever and someone stole it some agency stole it and they were taking advantage of the people that was shocking them and almost killing them and he was like I know it was you because you was on the plane so I'm gonna take you because this is these are your uh, doings and your theories and stuff that you created in a project and I know you know the answers and she kept saying no I don't know the answer but he didn't want to hear that he ends up going up in the sky and retracking the steps of how the plane went from the jail went from uh yeah JLK and he went to Montego Bay so he went you know to and from but he never came back when he went up into the sky and retracted the same way, he ends up going missing. And they're like, what happened in that sky that made this plane just disappear like that? And how they're able to come back. So this show was like so crazy to me. And you had to check it out. Like that's just a brief summary. Like it's so much. And I just hope that if Netflix or anybody listening, please uh, renew my show, please, because I really love this show. It's very interesting. If you like psychology mixed with science, mixed with criminology, mixed with drama, this is your show. It's everything in one, okay? But, yes, that's my review of the show. And stay tuned to my, for more episodes. You know, if you want to hear my thoughts on everything, I, I am here at Simply Nikki Show Podcast. You can find me on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also find me on my social media platforms at Nikki Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm also on Tumblr at Conversations with Nikki. Stay tuned for more episodes every week because you don't want to miss it. Peace.